You're listening to the Embrace Simplified podcast, where you will be inspired to unlock simpler, healthier ways to live your life. I'm a corporate ladder climber turned entrepreneur on a mission to help busy women feel their best. I'm bringing you real conversation with all my favorites, and we're talking wellness, relationships, money, business, career, and even parenting. I want you to laugh and cry, learn and grow right alongside me. I'm your host, Kirsty. Let's keep it real. Pour your coffee and turn it up. Together, we are going to simplify our life. Hey guys, you're in for a treat today. I'm chatting with Julia from at Pink Sheep TO on Instagram. And Julia and I, well, we're going to tell you all about how we got to know each other, but Julia is this very special, kind, and warm person. And oh, I got to have a big hug with her at Rise TO at the very beginning of 2020. <laughs> and I'm so glad I got that opportunity because wow, our lives have changed so much. We're going to dig in today to all the things you talk about when you're connecting with another mom over coffee. And that's exactly what we did. We hit record and we had a conversation and I think you're going to like it. We talked all about buying a house and moving during the pandemic because we both went through that. We talked about some of the things that she loves that she's following online, some of the things she could do without online and ways that she is raising an eco-conscious family, which I loved. I could probably do a whole episode about that with her. So I think I need to bring her back. I also will remind you that I record these episodes in advance sometimes. So if we mention restrictions that are no longer in place, or we're talking about our kids being in school and our kids aren't in school when this airs, then bear with us, okay? Just go with the flow. Okay, guys, I'm here with Julia, and I'm really excited for you to kind of, I don't know, be here with us having our afternoon coffee and just like shooting the mom shit is what I called it. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course, having our coffee together. That's like our jam, right? Coffee. Right. So okay, Julia and I, we met, we think a lot longer ago than we actually realized, right? But we got yeah. to really hang out at Rise Toronto last year. So good. I can't believe it was a year ago. But yes, yeah, I know. We met doing like social justice and volunteering stuff at the Young Street Mission. I was a right event planner or whatever I was and you were working for Starbucks. And we had our events at our office. So I managed the relationship and I like loved the Starbucks people. They were all so nice and friendly and happy and hopped up on coffee. And I was like, <laughs> those are my people. When we came into the Young Street Mission, it was just like a sea of green t-shirts and we were all just like, yes, like let yeah. us do this. Yeah. yeah. We love that. We love those days. Oh my gosh. I actually really miss that community component of corporate life because I had it really good. Like it was three or four times a year minimum where we were just going, like I can still go down to places in downtown Toronto and know, yeah, that was time spent there or things built or places cleaned up. And I really love that part of it. So how long were you at Young Street Mission doing events? So I was there for five years as like a marketing administrator. I started like the social media before social media was a thing. So that was my responsibility at the beginning and worked on like the fundraising team. So my background is marketing and fundraising for charities. And then that's kind of morphed into just digital marketing right now as I'm working from home. 
So you're freelance and working from home and have three kids there with you. Yes. Tell us about how that's going, would you? <laughs> well, it's not. No. My kids, so my two older ones, and like they're not old, they're only seven and five. They're in school full time now. Again, only like, what are we, two weeks in, in Toronto. And then my youngest goes to preschool two mornings a week. So basically, I try to fit all the things in during that time or at night. So after bedtime, I'm working at my desk, which also is the kitchen and just trying to keep up. And I am have like the luxury of not having to work a full time job, but we, we depend on my income for groceries or lights. So it's important, but it's really hard. Are you finding like anything that is helping you stay sane through this? Is it like, have you stepped back from anything or giving yourself permission to do less of something or? Yes. Yeah, so Initially, I was going to take on two extra clients, actually in March last year, and then also in January this year, and I had to say no to both of them because it was like, oh, I, I can do it, I can do it, I can push through it, but I couldn't, the, for my own mental health, I just couldn't do it. Like, we're just all keeping afloat here and trying to be somewhat pleasant to each other and somewhat <laughs> kind, right? Like, it's so hard. I feel like for us, it's the mental health stuff that's been the hardest. And so I yes, I had to say no. And you know what, I'm not ashamed to say that I was able to take advantage of some of the government assistance, which helped us so much. Especially last year in January, I lost my I had a, a work from home job, and I got laid off because of the pandemic. And so thankfully, we were able to get that income, like supplemented while I got something else. And we were so thankful for that. So yeah, it's it's been really hard. Yeah, absolutely. I had a couple of contracts this time last year. They were like leading up to events and things that just were not going to happen. And I was in the same boat. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> not something I ever could have expected in my late 30s to need. But I was like, okay, let's do this because I'm home now. I'm full on with the kids. So while everyone was kind of like catching their breath a little bit, even if we've been able to catch our breath at all. But all right. So Tell us what, for first of all, you've been through a big move this year as well. So you and I both have that in common. We went through a move in the middle of the pandemic. Tell us about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the five of us lived in a like a thousand square foot apartment for we've lived there for the last six years. It's a big apartment, but with three kids who they just keep growing. I don't know like why they keep doing that, but they, we were just running out of space. We had a balcony, but there, no backyard and also... It's an older building, so elevators were an issue. So anyway, we were just feeling very cramped. It was actually just making my day-to-day -day so hard because getting three kids up and down the elevators every day and then laundry. So we had been talking forever about trying to find a house. And we live in Toronto proper on the Danforth. And so we wanted to stay in our area because we have like really close friends. And also all of our family lives just in Scarborough, East Toronto or West Scarborough. And so we just kept looking and looking and then we saw this house and we kind of just went to look at it and it's not fancy. It's, you know, the kitchen cabinets are probably older than me, but it's got tons of space and a big backyard. And so we just kind of went for it. And my husband works out of the home full time. His job is like an essential service. He's in IT. So it was all me. Like I had to make the arrangements and do the, a lot of the packing and stuff like that to get everybody. And we moved, which is the most 
on well thought out part of it was we moved December 29th. So five days after Christmas. Oh, wow. I knew it was like in the middle of winter, but I didn't know it was five days after Christmas. Yeah. So (laughs) we had Christmas and then we packed everything up and we moved and it's been such a game changer for us mentally and emotionally and physically. I can just open up the garage and take the stroller and go pick up the girls from school with the baby and come home and they can ride scooters if it's a day like today. It's gorgeous outside today. You know, and I was doing things in our apartment, you had to squirrel stuff away. So like if you had boxes, they had to be neatly stacked somewhere because that's all you could do. And then one day here, I realized I was doing that. And I was like, wait a minute, we have a basement. I can put that stuff in the basement and hide it until I'm ready to find like to meet it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, what a revelation. So it's just really helped my mental health, see less clutter, have happier kids, happier husband. So it's been really good for us. Yeah. So we're in Scarborough in a three bedroom semi that is just perfect. I love that. I think that's really hopeful, right? In the middle of a pandemic, you bought a house in the city. Yay, you. <laughs> like that is awesome. And also, when I talk about simplifying life, that is exactly it. Your life was made easier. I mean, that's a, a huge and I know that's not possible for everybody to to buy a home and give themselves more space, but you got rid of clutter. You, like you just said, the ease of being able to like walk out of the garage, right? Just those like small moments. They make a really big difference when we're considering like feeling better in our life. So, yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like we had help from family and we scrimp and save and we live, I guess you would call it a modest lifestyle. We have one car. We don't get to vacation. Nobody gets to vacation now, but, (laughs) but yeah, we, we had help and we're very thankful for that, that we could do it. And, you know, the bank owns like three quarters of our house, just like everybody else. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. I, when we were in the city, we had tenants downstairs the whole time. So I know sometimes family members or people would comment about like this big house in the city that I owned. And I was like, I live in a thousand square feet of it. You know, I did have to make sure that I had an income downstairs to make that possible. But we do what we got to do. And if it makes you guys feel better, like you said, happier husband, happier kids. And wow, like that's great. So any tips for people moving? How did you keep it simple? Well, so I am a big proponent of like living green as well. So we bought or rented frog boxes. So they're the plastic boxes that they deliver to your door. And then you fill them up and move them and then they pick them up on the other end. So we did that which I found really helpful because I wasn't spending time looking for boxes. I wasn't, you know, going to the LCBO or going to people's houses. So that was really helpful for me. It was hard during the pandemic, obviously, because I couldn't have anybody come help me. Like my friends couldn't come over, you know, like have like wine and a packing party or so my dad hangs out with us because he's single and alone. So he did a lot of packing and which is really great. You know, he was super helpful and he watched the kids while I packed. So we got movers this time because I I don't know about you. You're not in your 40s yet, but I am in my (laughs) 40s and so is my husband. And I was like, we don't have the energy for that. And it was such a game changer that we hired fireman movers. They were amazing. And it was like five, I don't even know if they were 20 year old guys. Did they look like firemen? (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. bit. It wasn't terrible. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) But they just, they just went all day. And I was like, they had to worry about getting the couch up the stairs and they had to worry about, they took apart the beds and just, it was the best decision we ever made because they just took care of all the stress. And I was like standing in the apartment as they're packing stuff, like moving stuff out the door. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, you just wait here. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, 
there's nothing left for me to do. And that was such a game changer for us too. It's true because you have to like weigh it out, like the cost versus the stress. For me, when it comes to moving, if this means I'm going to need six chiropractic appointments after, then it might just be better off for me to hire the movers. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. I could not move my hands the night that we moved. Like laying in bed, I was like, I, I can't move my hands. They're so sore. It was bad. I don't usually take baths. And I was like, I need a bath. My husband's like, that's strange. I'm like, I know. But. It's strange for me if I don't have a bath. Okay, so talk mm-hmm. to me about your self-care. Because we know baths aren't self-care, blah, blah. Right. But yeah. tell me, what are you doing for your self-care right now? And you're able to say, like, you can just shut up, Kirsty. No, no. Well, yeah. So one of the things I do that I have actually been doing the entire pandemic is two of my like really good friends, we get together every week in somebody's backyard and we sit six feet apart, but we have been doing it. We sat together last weekend in the, it was like minus whatever, right? Like with sleeping bags. And so being with my people and talking about what's going on, cause I'm, I'm an extrovert and I process verbally. So I really need that. Like we have a running joke where we're like, okay, what's on the agenda for tonight, you know, and everybody puts out their stuff. So we know what we're talking about. But for me, that is like really huge is to have just my people and I really miss seeing friends in person and hugging people like I'm such a hugger. So that's been really good for me. Also, on the weekends, I will go have a nap. My husband is like awesome. He'll just keep the kids entertained or away for a bit while I rest, which I think has been really good for me. And I shower. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I get up before the kids. I try to, they, or my kids get up really early, but they have to stay in their room until seven fifteen, And so I shower and get myself dressed so that I'm ready to like attack the day with them and not worrying about getting myself ready while they're having a meltdown about their pants being too loose or too tight. Um, That's a real, that's a serious thing that happens in everyone's home. Oh my gosh. My middle (laughs) child, Fiamma, is five. I swear she wakes up ready to fight the day. I'm like, just (laughs) like, those are the same pants you wore last week. She's like, but they're too tight. I'm like, okay, well. So I think I might just get her all one kind of pant. And then that she won't have choices. She'll just have to pick the same pant every day. I thought that I could do that with socks, but like yeah. it wasn't. No, my, no, he still not. knew that they were yeah. different. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. When this, when the seasons change and it's like feeling more like spring with every day. And then that's when all hell breaks loose in the morning here, because yeah. I think I've given them too many shoe choices. Oh yeah. I get that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Even today she said, I don't want to wear my snow boots. I want to wear my fuzzy boots, which is like fake Uggs from Joe Fresh. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's still muddy out. And she's like, but these are too loose now. I'm like, but they were fine yesterday. I don't understand. I don't understand what's <laughs> happening here. So anyway. I, I made the mistake the other day of explaining to them that I what I was learning about. I'm doing this trying to be more intentional about like what I feed them and basically trying to like expand what they enjoy. And I was, did you know that kids taste buds change every three weeks? I said three weeks. Now they shoot it back at me and they're like, actually, my taste buds have changed. I'm like, oh, you liked red peppers (laughs) yesterday. Yeah. But my taste buds changed. I'm like, oh, got me. Don't tell them anything. No. No. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. So you are very active online. You're part of lots of online communities. And tell us about some of the stuff that you love to follow and the causes that you are 
passionate about. Okay. I went to school before social media was a thing. So I've learned on the ground, basically. And I really enjoy Instagram. My friend Christy says, if you're not learning, you're not doing it right on Instagram. And I think that's so true. So of course, I love to follow my friends. But I also now I'm a part of the mom halo, which used to be mom's TO with Elena and her team. And that's such a good community of women and empowerment and learning. There's so many experts. And I love Sarah Nicole Landry, the bird's papaya, because her life is just like so real. And it seems cool and glamorous because, you know, a part of me would like to be an influencer and be part of that sphere. But then also I'm like, hella lazy and could not spend so much time <laughs> making content. Like I, my job is to write content for other people, but I actually haven't shown my face live on my stories for months because it's been hard emotionally, right? The last couple months extra hard. And so I don't know. I just like, I used to go on every day and we did the captain's log of, of the pandemic, but right now it's like I can't show my face and I don't really know where the blockage is. I probably could dig deeper and figure that out. But it's almost like I'm like, why does anybody care what I'm doing? Or or maybe I'm, well, we're in a good place. So I feel bad sharing that with people because the world is not in a good place. You know, and I'm an, an empath. So I feel everybody's pain. And anyway, so I can relate to that. I think I've described it as like a hiding I can do a selfie and I, and I, and I love sharing, but sometimes it kind of seeps into like journal entries as opposed to like super valuable content right now. And that's just where I'm at in my like heartbreak and everything. But I haven't been live on video in months either. And as I hear you say that, I'm like, I, yeah, I think I told myself I was hiding. I didn't have it in me. You know, one of the things that I have gone through in the last couple months is renovating this little bungalow that I bought outside of the city. And I have struggled with, I haven't actually talked about it through the process at all. And I felt the same way because I was like, stuff's hard. And like, I think people put this whole sexiness around renovations. And I was just like, this isn't glamorous. So, and it's hard and it's stressful. And I have a lot of other hard stuff going on behind the scenes. So who am I to like talk about this sexy quartz countertop or whatever? (laughs) Like, I don't know. So I get what you mean. I, I really do understand. I can relate on that. And I think a lot of people can, you know, I'm also really big into the body positivity sphere in social. You can't see me, but I am a plus size or fat woman, whatever you want to call it. We use the word fat in our house as a descriptive word and not as a bad word because I just don't like the power that people have given that word. And so I tell my kids like, that's just a word. Some people might get hurt. Their feelings might get hurt if you call them that. And also not to comment on other people's body because it's none of your business. And we don't want them to comment on our body. There's so much more interesting stuff about us than just our bodies. Like our body is just a vessel for our our coolness, right? And so my kids are all different shapes and sizes already. And so we're going to be knee deep in that, I'm sure someday. But right now I'm just trying to show them an example of even if it's just outward, (laughs) outward confidence, or mommy, come dance with me. I'm like, heck, yeah, I'm coming to dance with you. You know, my five year old's like, mom, your belly jiggles when you dance. I'm like, yes, it does. You know, like, thanks for pointing (laughs) it out. But it's awesome. So I, I I love love like, 
Katie Storino, who owns Mega Babe, she'll take a celebrity who's wearing an outfit and then she'll wear the same outfit, but she's plus size. But it's not about who wore it better. It's just like it, you can wear that too. Like you today, she was talking about white jeans. Everybody can wear white jeans. And I was like, yeah, let people wear their stuff and enjoy it and be who you want to be. Yeah, I think if we're following the right people, then Instagram can be this huge amount of inspiration and encouragement. And if you're following the wrong people, it's just dangerous. <laughs> yes, I, agree. I had to unfollow some people. We, my husband and I did the whole 30 a couple years ago, which is like, you know, whole eating and everything. But I had to unfollow some of the whole 30 people because they just went, I went down the rabbit hole of like, oh, well, I'm not doing that every day. And I'm not this, that and the other thing. And I was like, I, I this is not good for my mental health. I, I need to unfollow. And it's very freeing. Like you can unfollow people and if they're not helping you learn or making you feel good about who you are. Yeah, absolutely. I really love that. Okay, so what are your predictions for 2021? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me get my crystal yeah. ball. Could you could you get your crystal ball? What do you think? What do you got for us? I, I read a, a funny thing the other day that said 2021 is going to be like the roaring 20s where people just went buck wild. And I hope that's not the case, but I, I feel like... I hope that we do two things. We appreciate what we have and like our friendships and our relationships more because of what we've been through, but also that we don't go back to over-programmed kids, needless spending because you can go out and shop and, you know, stuff like that. I've really enjoyed not having to have kids at dance class at five o'clock on a Monday or yeah, they love to dance, but also they're really enjoying just being together at home. So yeah, I just really hope that the summer, I feel like the summer people are going to be like little chickens hatching from their eggs, right? Like they're going to be like, oh yeah, life renewal. I got some tulips and we're all like, oh, the tulips are blooming, you know, like, <laughs> like it was the first time we'd ever seen it. And so I hope that we have appreciation like that for everything, right? Just seeing the buds on the trees and being seeing people out, even if they're masked or whatever, you know, just I hope that we move forward with positivity and joy and hope. Hope, hope, hope. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Wow. Okay. Thank you so thank much. You. This has been a real treat. Mm-hmm. I'm raising my coffee to you. Cheers. <laughs> thank you so much. And I just wish you the very best in 2021. Thank you, friend. I'm looking to connect with other women, real moms who want to just have a conversation and hit record. I want to hear about your career. I want to hear about the struggles that you're going through. I want to hear about your mental health. And I want to hear about your self-care. I want to ask you all the real stuff that moms deal with. And I want to chat with you about it. It's going to be like coffee ketchup meets coaching meets, I don't know, an interview with Kirsty on the Embrace Simplified podcast. If you're a mom that wants to take part in this mini series, please send me a note through the show notes or a DM and Instagram, or if you know somebody that you think I need to interview for this mini series, I hope you'll connect me with them. Again, I just want to find some really badass women who can just have a coffee and hit record and have some fun talking about all the real human experiences of being a mom.
Thanks for listening to Embrace Simplified, the podcast. I hope you picked up some inspiration today and that you take action to feel your best. Can you guys do me a solid? If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. It helps more people find the podcast. If you know someone who needs to hear this episode, shoot them a text right now and share it. I love getting those notes from friends. And I also love seeing where you're listening from. So please keep tagging us online at Embrace Simplified. Don't forget to subscribe so you can catch new episodes as they drop. Until next time, I'm your host, Kirsty. Remember, you have it in you to simplify your life. <laughs>